hey, I am doing this question, you know, should I invest in stocks or mutual funds? Because my answer has actually evolved, right? There's been a relatively recent development. It's been around for a while, but I've had it in my peripheral view, just studying it, um, looking at brokerage companies, uh, which are companies where you hold uh, your assets, I will allow you to buy fractional shares or like not a whole share, just a a fraction of a share um, as opposed to a whole share. So let me give you like an example of what I mean. So let, let's say you want to buy one share of Berkshire Hathaway, which is like north of $200,000 per per share, right? If if you didn't have a bunch of money, you couldn't own Warren Buffett's stock. Because um, even if you had 200, then that would be all of your money in one stock, which is not a great idea. So fractional shares, um, allow you to just say, hey, I got $5,000 and I want to own 300 stocks, right? And even if adding up all 300 stocks, the price will be more than $5,000, you can just buy fractional shares to buy a fraction of the stock uh, um, for your 5000 So you can actually, uh, with a brokerage that lets you buy fractional shares, build a diversified portfolio um, and not have to use mutual funds, right? So given that preface, before, I would always say, for most people, if you don't have two, three, four, five million dollars to diversify, you need to stick with mutual funds. Now, uh, there are some legitimate uh, brokerages that allow you to buy fractional shares um, so that uh, if you have a um, solid stock picking strategy, you can actually do that and diversify uh, and um, lower the cost of your overall portfolio because you can get rid of some or all of the fund fees depending on uh, if you're investing overseas or not, right? Because, you know, side note, um, I haven't seen any platforms that will allow you to buy stocks from um, outside exchanges uh, effectively or exchanges that are outside the U.S. So you still would need to use low-cost mutual funds to buy stocks um, outside of America, but that's a whole other story. You can at least buy a big portion, if not all, of your U.S. stocks using fractional uh, shares, right? So then a follow-up question with that is people like, well, hey, Philip, you know, how do I um, how do I know which stocks to own, right? And that's, that's a deeper conversation. I'll give you, though, maybe three things that I look at to begin uh, the conversation, right? With the first thing being make sure you... Um, still diversify even though you buy individual stocks since you can do fractional shares you don't want to put all of your money into two or three stocks right you want to um, still spread it out but you want to have a formula that helps you figure out all right what stocks will likely give you um, a good return over time right and the first understanding that you first have to know how to value a company and if you don't know how to value the company a company or basically know how much that company is likely to grow um, over time, when you look at their earnings uh, past, what um, they're selling for, what the company's selling for, or what the multiple of earnings are, meaning, you know, if they're earning this amount of earnings, um, and you multiply that by a number, right, that's going to give you a rough stock price. So you got to, and if you don't know that, like, you need to uh, go back to accounting one-on-one -on -one and understand how to value companies, right? But you want to know that first, and then you want to find companies that are selling below value that either um, have some momentum, meaning they've grown at a higher 
um, stock price than most other companies over the last one to three years. I like to look at that time frame. So if it's cheap, and it's, but it's been growing faster than most other companies in the stock market over the last one to three years, that is a really good indicator. Uh, second, uh, small and medium-sized companies have um, historically outperformed larger companies over the long term. So if you're a long-term investor, which I think you should be, and you find small and mid-sized companies that are attractively priced, um, that's a good look. And why is that? Well, because they just have more upside, right? If you bought Facebook when it was smaller and you held it when it was larger, you likely made more money because you you caught it early, right? And, and people say, um, oh, yeah, it makes sense, right? So you got momentum. You got uh, smaller companies, small and mid-sized companies. Um, and the third is you're going to have companies that have a solid balance sheet, right? Low, that they're growing, but they have low to no debt, which means they use their money wisely. And when the company has low to no debt, they're able to ride out uh, economic cycles well, you know, relatively well because uh, um, debt doesn't get them in trouble, right? People will say, well, Philip, isn't that pretty intuitive? Like how... Why don't everybody buy companies with low to no debt and that are growing well? Or they're boring, right? They're not the company that, in general, you and your golf buddy or you and your friend that plays football or you and your friend that plays spades and dominoes are going to talk about bragging on this boring company that has low to no debt, right? Those are like just boring companies. And so because of because markets operate on supply and demand, you just don't have... Um, those stocks um, getting a real low supply because a lot of people were jumping into them. Like they're boring, they chug along, but they compound historically uh, using that formula well. So those are the three things I look at. I use my valuation formula. I look for companies that are uh, growing a lot more than more companies that have a low to no debt but are growing and that are small to mid-sized uh, companies in the marketplace, right? Create some screens for that. Um, this may be a whole other podcast to talk about how to do that, but but if you don't know how to do that, then the answer is go to a mutual fund or hire a registered investment advisor like my firm, Stonehill Wealth Management, to help build a portfolio of stocks uh, that you can buy with fractional shares, um, and it gives you more customization than just buying a mutual fund Um uh, where you got to pick all the stocks they pick in the fund, right? But this is not meant to be investment advice. This is for educational informational purposes. You can seek your own counsel before making any decisions. Investing involves risk and lose money if you don't know what you're doing. Philip, I'm Philip Washington, CEO of Stonehill Wealth Management, a registered investment advisory firm. I'm also host of the Ask Philip podcast and author of Retirement Investing 101. Hope this helps somebody forward it to a friend or somebody you think would find value watching this. Enjoy your day.